Hey, Craig. Hey, Christina. In today's episode, we'll be talking about House of the Dragon, Episode 8. We'll also find out each other's favorite Tarantino movie. Episode 8 of House of the Dragon. Not as exciting as the previous episode, but it was still very good. A tearjerker almost. For some it was, but not for me. <laughs> I saw some reviews giving it a 9. Yeah, no, it was good, but I liked the last episode just a little bit better. It was a Negroni. <laughs> Negroni. Spagliato. The Prosecco. Only her can make that so catchy. Not catchy, classy. She's a classy girl. Classy they, them. That's <laughs> something for all you TikTokers. HBO Max. Yeah, we had to Google what Spagliato meant. Negroni. And what a Negroni was. <laughs> Clearly, we don't drink. <laughs> this episode, I uh, <clears throat> I really liked it. I was um, excited for it on the uh, preview, and watching it was was exciting. Um, uh, you know, seeing how everything unfolded, I was wondering about the kids. You saw a preview of who's who. Um, so six years passed, mm-hmm. and those years did very well for Amund. <laughs> he, I, you know. I was confused when I first saw the kids because I knew that was him, right? Because he yeah. has an eye patch. Yeah. But Aegon was like in the in the preview picture. Mm-hmm. It looks short in like n- he's not sure of himself, but he doesn't act that way. He is sure of himself. He looked timid in the picture, but I don't think. He yeah, it wasn't timid. a good. I guess it wasn't a good picture. I'd have to show you to pull it. I could. I'm, I might look it up. And yeah, pull it up to show you. But he was like. He was like this. Yeah. And Eamon was like, like, you know. Eamon's like stood the up alpha. Beca- I, he became that way because he was bullied. Eamon? Yeah. I feel that way. I think. I feel. I think uh, Aegon bullied him. Yeah, but I'm saying I, I think. But not, I think is, it was playful. I think Eamon is that way because of everything that happened. I guess he was well, he was really more. mean to his nephew. I'll explain more. Um but you know in that 6 years that uh passed, you know, the Corlys, the sea snake is now uh lost its not lost its sea. He's He's uh, injured Ill, like yeah, s- like Ill. on his deathbed. And his is that his big brother or little bro? I think that's the big brother. He wants the seat. Yeah. He is um he's like this is my this is Birth, my house my birthright my, yeah and um Raina is like uh that's you know that's not what your brother wanted Rain, and that's Rainice. Rainice. and you know that's not what we wanted and then um they're like you know just like talks of treason and then and he's basically saying I don't need your he's like, I, don't I don't need you and he's like uh I don't have to worry about it. The queen's ruling the the the, the world now. He's getting close with Allison right now. 
So, you know, shortly after that, they they do their test testimonies or petitions, per- partic- petitions, and uh, you know everyone comes to King's Landing again. So it's like like a reunion of sorts. It's mm-hmm. been six years, um, and you know the six years has done a lot to Viserys. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was already aging, but like this lacks last six years was really hard how oh, how did yeah. you how did you like seeing him for the first time like that it was tough you know i did, it was sad seeing him so fragile and weak from his illness i really don't believe or think allison had anything to do with his illness i think he it's just his illness taking over I know some people were thinking, oh, she was poisoning him this whole time, stuff like that. I just think it was, um, it was just take, it was just it's leprosy. No, it's just an illness of some kind. It's not leprosy. I no, I don't think it's leprosy. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I don't get that either. I think she loves, she, she did she her loves, duty. She yeah, did her duty. I think she does love the king, but it's like. Over she time, she, yeah, it was she's not arranged. Like in love, right? Yeah, she no, loves she ain't him, in love with him no. but she's not in love with him. Um, and it was interesting too. You know, we know why the king could not greet them, but we would think maybe the queen. I and, wouldn't. I didn't think that at all. Well, I knew I, I, I they knew were going to disrespect them. Yeah, yeah I knew <laughs> it wasn't going to happen. But I'm saying, like, if the king's not, the queen would, right? Someone, um, and then you hear them talking at the council where she's heading, and the hands like did did. We greet them the way we told you to. Be fit of their station. Yeah. That's what he said. And so, I mean, it's for she sure. She is so bitter. She's a bitter Betty. Mm-hmm. That one. She, yeah, she's not having it. Mm-mm. I like how she bitch slaps the egg. <laughs> so, yeah, shortly after that, you know, we, we get um. He's like a sex maniac. A rapey, a yeah, rapey scene. he's like a rapey. Rapey maniac. He's like a what's his name, Ramsey. So Randall. I think he's not. I don't remember his name. So I think this is where we get the. Um, I think it's Ramsey. You know, seeing the two courses of of what's happened. So like, he. His mom is now put in a position, where think of the implications. You know she she was accusing her friend and had all this stuff going on. And then now it's happening to her. My my grandma always said it, is, it happens. In, it's literary in literary and in real life. My grandma was like, don't spit up. Like, don't don't speak about others because you're just going to spit on yourself. Mm-hmm. And so she was, you know, speaking ill, had bad with, with Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. And now her son's doing stuff like that. And so. um Worse, yeah, way worse. Well, he's just having. I don't. He, I think he was. He's doing like what any king or prince would do, and and it's just having their way. You know, it is rapey, but I mean, like for for his character, right? His, his who he is. I think where it really hit for the mom was like when she had to list. Like I know what my son did. I know what he's capable of or what he's doing. <clears throat> and hey, by the way, drink this. We can't risk anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just what you know she had to deal with with her friend. 
right? But not giving it to her, but hearing about it. And, uh, you know, you get like a little bit of emotional scene with Aegon and he's like, I don't want this. I can't please you. And I can't please my dad. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't read the books and I don't see where he's not pleasing his dad necessarily. Cause I don't feel like he has to please the King because the King is, uh, gave is giving the throne to, to Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I, maybe there's other stuff we don't hear about, but he's just like, he's stuck in a position where he's like, damned if I do damned if I don't. So he's just drinking, having a good old time doing whatever, yeah. in my opinion. Right. He's just like, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, He's like, I didn't ask for this. I don't want this. So he's kind of sounding whiny, but I I get what he means, like in how he portrayed it too. He's like, yeah, like I don't, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. <laughs> and um, you know, it was. It was interest, not interesting, but uh, you know, the kid they finally arrived, and the kids are playing in the court. Oh, that was cool. Um, and you know, before they get to see their uncle, I there's a lot of greens in the court. Yeah, I that's the first thing I noticed. It's not even just the looking at the kids, like oh hey, there's those bastards. <laughs> like <laughs> it's they were wearing green, like. Yeah, her, Alice, fam- her family, her, you know, they're there. She, what's the word? She uh, instilled. No, not instilled. She. Um, fortified her position, her position with people of her supporters, not necessarily her family, but supporters of the house, the house. But maybe, fortified her station there. Maybe instilled it into in a sense where, I, Damon mentions like, my my king my brother the king is not ruling, and you've replaced certain banners with the house of the star. I don't know if that's I don't think that's the high tower. Faith emblem. of the seven. Yeah, that's like, like the main religion of the people. Yeah, and she's she's changing that stuff. So yeah. It, so on top of her supporters, like you're saying, it's also people so getting away from targaryen mm-hmm. yeah so that was that was interesting to see um but then you know the kids they're they're all looking at him and then they make eye contact or they see uh you know sir uh, crispy and the S- uncle sir crispy and the uncle and he's uh he's they're playing hardball they're using yeah. the real they're re- using steel not wood so I, w- I was thinking, I think Eamon training like that is because of him being bullied is what I'm saying. Like he lost. And he probably a- wants revenge too. Yeah. They did take his eye. Granted, yeah. he got Vagar in exchange. Right. But I'm pretty sure he's like just waiting for the moment where he gets to prove himself to everyone. Like he is, uh, he can take care, not only take care of himself, but like cause some damage. He's like little Damon part. 2.0 yeah i mean because Aegon's not like that he doesn't care Mm -mm. but maybe that's me not knowing too like okay hey i'm brother number two i'm not gonna be next in line so let me put my heart into training but he also has a chip on his shoulder he's like i lost my eye i'm gonna put my all into training so he's like a little beast and he might know that 
shit's about to go down. So he better be somewhat useful, I would think, because yeah. there's a war coming. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I definitely. He's a petty betty too. I definitely feel that he he is like that because of everything that happened. And Damon sees right through him. Oh, for sure. There's gonna <laughs> be a, maybe a rivalry there. Um, so we skipped over a big piece. I I, I just now thought of it. I don't know why. So, um. Oh no no it's it's coming up. We don't even so the petitions come up next. So it's a long episode. I thought we were skipped it because I was like that happened earlier on the episode. No, that was a big thing. So I really liked the king's entrance. So oh, they're all here. Poor for, guy. They're all here for the petitions. <laughs> um, they're thinking, oh man, things aren't going to go our way, or it's going to be bad because it's the queen, it's the hand. He, their supporters, everything's like you know, it's set. It's. It wasn't going Rhaenyra's way. Let's no. just put it that way. And she was like pleading to her dad, you know, like, I need, I can't do this on my own. I need your support. Poor guy. You know, yeah, he's, but he on, can't even walk. he's on milk of the poppy. He's like, <laughs> like, give me that milk. Uh, no, he's incredibly pain. He's in, he's in a lot of pain. You oh, know, yeah, for like, sure. I mean, labored breathing. You know, I, I can only imagine how painful it is. Right. I mean, that's, that's it. He's debilitated. They say that that part where the crown fell, that wasn't scripted. And Matt Smith did go up and gently, you know, help him to the throne and also put the crown on his head. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't scripted. That was. I saw that. And I also read too. That made me love him even more. (laughs) Yeah. No, but it's also like, what are the writers doing? Like, why wouldn't have that been scripted? You know, I can see it both ways. No, but I believe them. I'm I'm not saying that it was in the script. I'm saying it's funny because it's like, well, man, if you're a writer and you're taking your time and it's being reviewed, like that's something that could have been written, but it makes it that much cooler that they continue. Well, maybe to they're roll. just telling that to us. <laughs> we don't, who knows? They're just fluffing us they're up. They're just fluffing us up. Um, so, you know, he's incredible in incredible pain and and he's like he hears his daughter i love what he says at first he's like why are we even having this meeting yeah well and his so long he is, entrance he's his, his always entrance. defended her and her sons like a good grandpappy <laughs> grandsire <laughs> grandpappy a good peepaw uh, <laughs> peepaw mima that's mima's the grandma uh, yeah like the whole time like because yeah, technically, good, it is his blood. His blood. That's, those guy. are his his grandbabies, and he's just like, I'm confused on why we're well, <laughs> why we're I having think this. It shows meeting. that he's cognizant too, though. Yes. Like, although he's in pain, mm-hmm. if he's on if he's on milk of the poppy, then he's drugged. You know, yeah. he may he he has his wits about him, but he go, he gets off of it. He's like he here on his on the drugs. He hears his daughter's plea. He makes a grand entrance. And what a grand entrance it was, right? I, I thought that scene was great. I know we were watching it and liking it, and then we watched it with other people. And, you know, we were kind of laughing, too, like, why is no one helping him? But <laughs> I knew, like, well, hey, no, this is his big entrance. He's trying it's to, like, to prove do, yeah, he's still strong enough. So strong enough. But like you said, I really liked it, too. He, he finally, you know, makes it up there. He's weak, drops his crown. It's an accident. It's a great scene. His brother helps him up. Finally gets his breath. He's like, what the shit? <laughs> we already went over this. Uh-huh. We're going to go over this again. You know. And that's when Vaymond 
Corliss's brother. I think that's his name, right? Vaymond? Yeah. I think it's Vaymond. Uh, he's like, it's because they're bastards and I she's li- a whore. I like the memes <laughs> from that. I like the memes from that where it's like um, the button. I think it's like, I like it. They, the wow, wow. It's like, just say it. <laughs> and just press the button or more violence. Is like, I like the, it. It, shows, it. it shows that Damon, they're like, uh, the Will Smith part. <laughs> He's like, uh, get my wife's name out of your epic mouth. Like that whole. That yeah, there's some just, funny memes. Oh, but I think it's so great. And then, you know, it stirred up enough anger from the king. He's like, I'm going to have your tongue. And then. That was good. And yeah. <laughs> and then finally, Damon's like, he won't need it. I like the sword. What's the sword's name? Dark Sister. Yeah, and then just cut him and ha- cut his head in half. <laughs> and then, Fatality. And then they're like, disarm him. And mom's like, why? <laughs> She's at the seat. She's like, why? All the why are they are disarming him? He just insulted the the the, the queen to be and proclaimed her sons illegitimate. <clears throat> Yeah, and then during that scene, like right before, I this is something I noticed. When the king reaffirms the position, and he's like, "Again, I'm re- reaffirming this again." It, I think the camera panned to Aegon, and he smiles. I, I kind of think at this point, Aegon really doesn't want the throne. He really doesn't care, in my opinion. He just wants to party. He just want, yeah. He's like, "Why am I?" having to do, uh, uh, do all this like yeah, his think, tune will change yeah. once shit hits the fan especially in the books his, for sure. he acts like that in the books kind of just like wants to do whatever he wants but as far as being king that was his grandfather and mother's drive for him if whenever he does become king his tune changes very quickly he got, he turns into like joffrey basically yeah i could i can see that i mean when even when the at the dinner but I think at this point in time, mm-hmm. like prior to the catalyst happening, right? Um, I think that he's like, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, you know, he doesn't care about it at all. I like the part where um, I've been seeing memes on this too. When Damon does deal with Vaymond with his sword and stuff, it pans to Amon. Who's like looking at him like he's like relishing in the whole thing that just happened. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was cool. Yeah. He, I mean, he has the same well, kind of smirk throughout ri- the whole episode, but he looked really like like finally some like action bloodshed. He wants to he wants to be like in the battles well, and stuff like that. After the dinner, like they look at each other or Damon not Damon, um Amond looks at Damon. And he's like, and they're like alpha. Yeah, like Damon steps in front. Like, he's what are you the, gonna do? Damon's alpha, and Damon's just like, okay. Yeah, he has to deal with it. So I like, you know, the king before all this happens from the toast and stuff. He's like, I want to have a dinner with my family. I know that kind of. It like, was a sad scene because, <sighs> uh, you know, he gets this time he gets brought in by a chair, Thank which is okay. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah. You know why? Why are we making him walk? But, um. You know, he wants a nice dinner, all of his families together, and he gives out a heartfelt plea, right? Like, put your differences aside. Um, you know, 
let we're family. Let's get through this. Don't do it like, for your king. Do it for your old man. Yeah. At this point, like I'm your, I'm a father, grandfather, grandfather husband, husband. Like let's get along. And uh, I actually saw a side by side when um, House Baratheon does it. I forget the guy. Um, Which one? Stannis, Renly, Robert. Robert. Robert saying the same things. Uh, kind of like put the family stuff aside to his wife. Um, and it shows like a parallel with uh, Alicent. Same thing, like an eye for an eye type thing. And he's just like, we're family. Like, stop this infighting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was cool. And he gets to show you. He's like, see me for who I am as a man. He takes his mask off. We'll get to see his hat. No eye socket. No eyeball. Um, cheek, you mm-hmm. know, flesh missing. And so I think it's kind of like an eye opener for everybody. And like I said, at that moment to me, all the toasts they give up until the, you know, kids starting all the shit now. Right. <laughs> I think the parents are, I think they're okay at that moment in time. That's me. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I feel like, you know, his daughter is like, he heard, uh, Rhaeny- Rhaenyra heard his dad, heard her dad and was like, you've looked to, to Allison. Like, you've done your duty. You've taken care of my dad. I've been away, you know, not because she necessarily wants to be away, but she's living her life, marriage, doing her things. I've been away, and you've stood by him all this time through thick and thin. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Uh, Allison kind of said this. Basically says, you know, we're both mothers. We both love our children. You know, let's kind of let bygones yeah. be bygones, basically. Yeah. At first, I was thinking she's full of S. Because she's just doing it for Viserys, right? But it might have been heartfelt. I think it might have been heartfelt. But then <laughs> it, it's that the kids. quickly. The kids stirred up. That's why well, the, I think at that her moment. Her kids stirred up. Yeah. So okay. that's what I'm saying. I think at that moment they were, like I said, heartfelt. It was funny. I don't know. If, like, it doesn't matter whether it's before or after. But they were like, and Bela and. Oh, Jace yeah. or whatever, whatever family. Bela, Reyna are betrothed. They look at each other. They look at each other so happily. In our <laughs> mind, we're like, "What cousins are like? Oh yeah, let's them get cousins it. too happy to be, be married. <laughs> we getting married." And then I think, but what happens is it's the Aegon in in a playful way, but yeah, I think he's at being that point, a douche. He's being, yeah, he's, he's like cousins riff on each other. Yeah, but. I think there's just so much tension going on now. Um, and now that they're betrothed, he's like, don't talk about my future wife, you know? He's like, and he, at this point, Aegon's married to his sister already. Yeah. And he's whoring around. Yeah. Okay. And so he's like, if, you know, his, if he doesn't please you. And then uh, the sister, she's like talking shit about him too. And her toes, she was like, she, she's kind of like not ditzy, but she, um, I really like the sister because she's a a dreamer, basically. She can see the she whatever she, whenever you hear her talk, she's foreseeing the future. People think she's just talking nonsense, but she she knew Amon was going to lose an eye for the dragon, and then she mentions other stuff that actually will come or has already come to to play. But people think she's just cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Is <laughs> Is that more in the books, or, or am I missing that in the show? Because um, we don't see her a lot in the show, but I, but her dialogue, I'm not like, 
I super paying attention to. I don't to. remember that part in the books, but that's what they're showing in the in the show that she's a that she's foreseeing all this stuff. No, that's what I'm saying. I I wasn't seeing that in the show. Yeah, you gotta you gotta like pay attention. Okay. They're they're doing it on purpose, like trying not to show a lot on She's, her. Okay. But when she does speak, pay attention. Like I paid I paid attention to the dinner. Like she toast. said something in the toast. She said something, not in her toast, but at the dinner. That's kind of like, oh shit, something's about to happen. Yeah, I know she was like, uh, well, at least hopefully your husband doesn't get drunk and knows what to do, right? No, she said, uh, it's not that bad. Only when he's drunk, like is when it's bad. That's what yeah. basically what she said. Uh, but but I was thinking, so when you first said that, I don't know, maybe I was thinking like when you said she's a dreamer, I was thinking, oh, like maybe she's more like uh, Ray- Rhaenyra when she was <laughs> first you know, younger. But you're talking about she's like prophetic. No, she's no, no. Yeah. Like that's what a, they say about the certain Targaryens have that ability. Foresight. Like uh, Denise, she was the, the Targaryen who she told her father she dreamed that Valeria would fall in ash and like fire and crap. So they went over. Aegon was a dreamer. He dreamed the song of fire and ice that the north would like the the White Walkers would come and the prince that was promised would come. Like there's several. They're called dreamers. They have these prophetic. Daenerys was a dreamer. Um, and they're saying now Helena is one. Viserys, I think they said, and I think even Viserys alluded he was a dreamer as well. That dinner though. What a, was, what a dinner. That made me so sad. That made me so sad. And then, and then the pig thing. I didn't realize this until I read it somewhere. When they when they brought in the pig. Me the pig. Yeah. They, the dragon but, scene. Um, Amon didn't. It, he didn't plan that. That's why Luke. When Luke laughed. That's when Amon got pissed. He was like. Y'all are still bastards basically. Who didn't plan what? You know how the pig was brought in? Yeah, they just put it in front of him. Yeah, that. A, a, for, when I saw it, I thought Amon did that as like an olive branch, I guess. No, but now I'm thinking, it was, no. <laughs> it was some, yeah, it was more like no. They put a big in front. Of, they were making fun of him. Well, I, don't I think, think it was, was an accident. No, it was, it was an accident. accident. But Luke laughing, yeah, got riled up Amon's feathers <laughs> and then he's trying to say okay you guys aren't bastards but you he's kids like, are strong to my intelligent strong. brave strong oh man yeah so the, then, like the but I like how the queen the got pissed she's like why the fuck did you say that like she got I don't know if it was I don't know if it was heartfelt or not because I feel like Amon's a mama's girl a mama's boy I don't know maybe not He's like, I don't like, know. I like don't think very pro his know. family. Like he like, cause he did um, in the last episode when he was like, who told you they were this? And he looked at her. He's like, Aegon told me. <laughs> what a, what a way. He's trying to prove his alphaism and he's doing a, he is making an impression. I need to come up with a name for him. We have Sir Crispy. Um, don't have any. Eyes. Daddy's strong, but he's gone. Um, Just call him eyes. Eyes? That's so lame. Um, oh, you'll think of something funny. I'll think of something. Patches. I don't know. Patches. Um, so what do you? So two episodes left. Mm-hmm. Next week's episode will be the penultimate episode. What do you? What do you think we're gonna see? I feel like 
we finally got here. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of the episodes were good. It was mm-hmm. building. But with two episodes left, mm-hmm. I feel like there's still a lot to go down. I think George R. R. Martin just announced, like, for Dance of Dragons, it's going to be four seasons. Four seasons. So, But, but you've caught up, and there's only, like, m- maybe half a book left, and it still goes all the way down to no, Danny? I, I, no, it doesn't go to Danny, I don't think. Okay. I think Fire Blood ends. I don't know where it ends, but I think a lot of a big chunk of it, I think, is um, uh, Rhaenyra's reign, right? Or the dance, of the the war that's about the greens and the and the the greens and the blacks, right? Um, I I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm trying not to read too much. I mean, you just need to finish the book. I, You're going to get know. a spoiler for you watch all these TikToks and they're talking about it. Just finish the book. No, I try to skip those, but I. Yeah, instead um, of skipping them, finish your book. But like, the, like I to. said, the book is just basically just uh, a roadmap. Uh, get HBO putting in all these little details and extending it and putting more insight on things. I could totally see this being four seasons. Totally. Um, because. That's what I craved from the book. All these little details, all these little he says, she said, um, you know, because the book is just kind of like this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. We think this happened. We're in this or in the show. Is it it shows a, a very uh, particular perspective, what they want us to see versus what's in the book. So if you were transported back to that time <laughs> and you had your choice of food to take okay what food would you take from a restaurant or fast food place in dfw food recommendation you gave sprouts last time we haven't talked about food in a minute Wait, to, to westeros is that what you're yes. saying oh um chicken delight <laughs> and chicken. chicken delight is from Chicken Delights from uh, Texas Pit Barbecue in Saginaw. It's basically chicken nuggets, (laughs) but jalapeno chicken delights. So they're jalapeno flavored chicken nuggets. And their fries are out of this world. They're fresh cut fries. And the ranch is pretty bomb. So chicken delight with ranch is what I would take to Westeros. And And Saginaw's your hometown? Yeah. Saginaw's my hometown. Saginaw girl. Saginaw. Yes, you are a big lover of the chicken nuggets. <laughs> I will say they're very good. I am. <laughs> um, they're chicken nuggets, but they're very good. Um, the the fries are very crisp, not soggy, um, seasoned right. Like so, think about like uh, Wingstop fries, like where it has but seasoning. way better and crispier. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about seasoning. Mm-hmm. Not all fries are seasoned right, um, and uh, their ranch is pretty killer. I like ranch. I'll put ranch on a lot of things. Yeah. Not everything, but um, it's very good. So Texas Pit Barbecue in Saginaw uh, for you guys out there in DFW. There's also one in um, off off 35W. Mm-hmm. Where is it at? What city? Uh, Do you know? I don't know. Watauga, maybe? I don't no. think it's Watauga. Um, it doesn't matter. It's, it's an oyster beach. bar. It's, it's off like beach. a, so it's like Texas Pit 
oyster bar. Yeah, it's like an oyster bar. Yeah. They, they still have the... They still have chicken delight, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. So I would recommend going there to Saginaw for Texas Pit Barbecue. Um, you'll definitely enjoy it. And the barbecue there is good, too. Yeah, they have a mean bologna sandwich. How would you, how would you take your chicken delight and spread it to the people of Westeros? Mm. I wouldn't. It would just be mine, because then they'd want to take it from me, because they're very takey, grabby people. So this is a chain restaurant. I'm about to mention, it's not necessarily a recommendation, but if we were talking about like the Lord, I'd be like, this is the Lord's chicken, and, <laughs> and bring Chick Fil A. Of the, the seven, of the which se- which is lord? The, lord of the seven, <laughs> the chicken lord. The chicken lord. <laughs> um, so I've been binge watching Supernatural, and you know this. I'm late to it. When it first premiered, You're I watched like it. Like 15 years late to it. 2005. <laughs> so I watched the first three episodes, right when it first came out. But I've never owned. I never really had a DVR. So it was between that and Grey's Anatomy. And I don't know, I that drama on Grey's Anatomy, the first few seasons, you know, was on point. I See, I got on Grey's Anatomy, the Grey's Anatomy trained late. I was in college already whenever I started watching Grey's oh, Anatomy. Wow. I would rent the seasons at Blockbuster because it was cheaper than, than buying them. Yeah. Um, no, I would always watch Supernatural because it came on after Smallville. I was a big Smallville. Yeah, but, but then you had, for me, I had Grey's Anatomy, right? So I was like, I got to pick between Supernatural, which was cool. Don't get me wrong. But... I already had Smallville. The first few seasons of Grey's was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, but uh, I'm binge watching it. I have six, seven more seasons to go, <laughs> and the Winchesters premiered tonight. I really wanted to watch it, but I don't want to ruin, uh, possibly ruin the, I don't, the I show. I don't think it will. It's possible. It's just a prequel. I know. Like, would you say House of Dragons ruined Game of Thrones if someone didn't watch? Game of Thrones. But that one is set 300 years before. This is set in like 30 years yeah, before. Yeah, but like, I mean, just based off the, the seasons so of I Supernatural know, you've watched. So I know Dean is narrating the show. So what if he's like, so these are my parents before I died or before I lived or before, you know, that's what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't know. So maybe okay, i'll record well then it. you're just gonna have to really ramp up <laughs> your next yeah. six or seven seasons and then you know the way it is with uh social media and and your phones and tracking it's like you look up supernatural then you get supernatural ads and so it's it's hard i always describe it to you like with the people who are watching anime and you're like you're watching naruto for the first time it's like dude this show's been over mm-hmm. yeah, i like the the walmart it one. was his birthday yesterday uh-huh October 10th. I said that to my to, your to, team? My, to my team and they're just like, okay. Nerd. <laughs> Basically. What are you doing? <laughs> I said, show some respect. It's Naruto's birthday. It's the Hokage's birthday. So I, I fell asleep. Oh, we could discuss it later. I, I did like what I saw, but how was Rings of Power? You did fall asleep. Um, I really liked the first episode. It set the tone right for the adventure that's about to take place granted this show's almost over right i think there's only two episodes left i think i don't know or maybe it's already over i don't know um but i know my brother's really into this show uh but yeah the first episode was laying the the groundwork for the adventure i like so far everything i've been seeing so 
there was a lot of shows coming out though it's it's kind of hard like we have to catch up or just watch there's just so much content but i i did like what i saw from what i was awake mm-hmm. it was very cool um but then we also have um werewolf by night i've been wanting to watch that well, i haven't heard of that one and andor Ugh. and um movie wise got some not a whole bunch of movies coming out but uh black adam i've been hearing black a lot Panther. of black adam stuff like he's like stirring Avatar. stirring a lot of things the rock and like warner brothers giving like some weird i don't know like i look maybe i'm just the big fight it, is like. supposed to be the rock and cavill cavill whatever it's superman and black adam that's a big fight is that would that be considered a Superman movie? Like they've been saying, he's slated again to be as to to do a Superman led movie. Is that where that would happen? Batman v Superman was that a Superman movie or a Batman movie? Mm. I would imagine it's going to be a movie like that where they're both have on screen, and the the thing about this is if you know if you're checking out the comics and other stuff, you know. When you when you're deciding on comics who's gonna win, I think it's easier. That's the character. This person always wins. When it comes to movies, The Rock may not want to lose on screen. So, for example, Fast and the Furious Five, right or Fast Six, huh. I don't think there's ever a clear winner on when The Rock and Vin Diesel are fighting. They have it like in their contract. Each actor takes equal amount of damage. So when I'm in my mind, when I translate that to a huge fight like Superman versus Black Adam, I'm like, okay, there are they going to decide a winner or not? Who's going to take as much damage? Because actors can be like, okay, in the movie, I'm not going to do this. Or I'm going to do this. I need this. Right? They have uh, Queen Latifah after um, set it off. I believe that's what it is after set it off. She said that none of her characters will ever die. So she's never died in a movie after that movie. Mm-hmm. So so the actress can write that stuff in. So I would be, I'm extremely excited to see something like that because that's going to be explosive. Um, whether I think it's going to be a Superman-led movie or both of them, I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I don't care what we get. And I, I do like production value to be good, writing to be good. But it's like a kid in a candy store. It's like, yeah, I think we're over content it out right now a lot of superhero stuff too we know we're talking about quality not quantity but it's still awesome to see i mean think about it like when we were kids you love batman and robin that movie (laughs) right (laughs) but you get what i'm saying it's like that's what we had to get that's cool i don't think i mean we already saw superman die i doubt we're gonna see him lose against black adam (laughs) but you you told me he has issues with because Black Adam's magic, right? So he has issues with magic types people, which makes me think maybe Shazam is gonna enter in there and help him help him out a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, typically you do see Shazam, Black Adam, and um, Superman sometimes in those types of fights. And I think so, Superman even goes to, he, him and Shazam kind of get into it, don't they? I don't uh, know. Yeah, I think they they fought too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's so much so. There's so much with uh, comics. So mm-hmm. I, I know we don't get too like PC or anything or, or political. Um, but I think with with comics from the movies that we had MCU wise, they're great. 
but they just deal with general stuff. I think it's always good when a show can kind of touch on 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 real world topics, and that's I've always forgot what it was. I I watch a lot of different shows, and it's like I think maybe it's been Stan Lee or um I don't I know it wasn't Jim Lee, but anyways, co- comic creators writers, and they were talking about golden age of comics and where they are. Um, it's a medium that can always tell um can handle real world topics to get to people like sometimes it's aimed at kids but a lot of comic readers are older too and can get them like the what do they call it in school um when you're real-time events like when current you, events current events yeah i couldn't think <laughs> is it real time events? like they can discuss that so like when there was a lot of gun violence happening like batman he knows gun violence and he knows what it's done like they've done um comics like that so i do like how i'm seeing my comic book counterparts live action touch real topics um but but i i can get the other side too where like maybe it's too much but um i don't mind because like in the end for me i'm watching it for what it is and i'm not really caring too much about oh this and that like for it to come to to life come to fruition I'm just like, this is cool because we really didn't have a lot of that. You know, think think back before Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. And the Spider-Man X-Men movies. Um, You know, after that, you know, fantasy and stuff, it re- comic books, it kicked off more. It's always been there. But I think it uh, kind of goes hand in hand with like special effects evolving, like how it did and now we're able to bring these stories to life, like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, you know, all this stuff. Do you think that, um, um, I know people say it all the time, but like Hollywood's gone dry. What I mean by that is like right now it's a lot of recycled stuff too. Like video games are very popular, right? Everyone, I play games, but then now trans may, well, I wouldn't, I don't want to say translating more. But um, like The Last of Us, that's going to be good. I have high hopes. I think Tarantino did an interview where he's like, you know, I think he was, uh, it, it was an interview surrounded around like a dry spell, right? Like a lot of the stuff we're seeing now is recycled crap. Um, but he's like, you know, back in the day, what made America, what made our movies totally stand out from European movies or whatever um, was because we we knew how to tell a story. I saw that what you were talking about. Um, and I think that's very true. I feel like today, you know, they will still recycle stuff, but also like really, I can't think of the last movie I saw where I was like, wow, that story was. It was very either character driven, or you know, like now I guess the story part is more coming towards like shows, I guess. Because they have the time the to time. show a story and stuff. But no, I think a movie can still tell a story. I just think lately it's just been more like, I don't want to say, my, this is like I don't want to say like Transformers. I, like more like action or romance. Like it's not um, like like Blonde, for instance. I um, I saw that movie recently and Anna Darmas did a great job. And it was very character driven. But like the story was very weak in my opinion there was just it was just kind of like a bunch of emotions thrown up on the screen i wonder 
if you had read the some might see that artsy or whatever no you can tell a good story i wonder if you read the book if if you would feel the same like translating that to to the medium right like the the movie but i get i get what you're saying um there's uh you want to have a good story and one one thing that uh i don't know what actor said it but they were like um these movies that are are making the money right like comic book movies big blockbuster actions they bring the revenue i think uh, what jared leto said that didn't he Oh, maybe him to to allow you to have those movies like Blonde and or Ethan Hawke, one of them too. I yeah, think it, I think maybe it was, it was Ethan Hawke. I think it was Leto because they were they had asked him. Maybe yeah. Uh, because they they one missed, of them maybe they took his quote out of context. And they were and he was qualifying why he said why? what he said. But you know, I think even before that though, they'd still make movies like that. I as long as it you know for me you're entertained. Like yeah. that's what matters because what are you, you're watching a movie to escape or for me, right? I go to escape. So, you know, if it's a good story, good acting, good. Well, whatever I mean, like, is. even if you think about it, like, what was the last time you, you saw a movie with an original story? I'm not saying the same archetypes and stuff. I mean, like an original story, not based off uh, something recycled or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think for like the last few minutes, like when I last saw a movie, like, wow, that story was like, wow. Um, like I like nothing like really comes to mind like recently like recently like uh, I don't know like I'm not even seeing anything like you know Marvel related or DC like it's just well you don't like to watch those movies anyway like I try to sometimes what do you so, mean like yeah, I do sometimes like Licorice Pizza I wanted I wanted you to watch that with me I still haven't seen it you're like I don't want to watch that shit <laughs> <laughs> it looked boring so I, no, but that's what I'm saying though it like boring. it might have been good but that is an interest to you as well but you know there's things that I'm sure if we watched some more we'd find it but I agree with you I can't even think about when's the last time I watched I something. mean I really liked like like I thought when I when I was when I saw the movie The Reader or Atonement I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, these are great. Like, and I think, I think, I know Atonement, I think it's based off a book. Um, what about Under the Banner of Heaven? Well, that was a show. Yeah, yeah, not movie. Okay, yeah, I'm miniseries. About, I'm talking about a movie. Movie, movie. Um, but those movies like made me feel like, oh my god, this is a great, like great, like a really good movie. Made me made me feel something, and it was a good story. Like the story was just good. Um, but then again, those movies back in the early 2000s, not early 2000s, but like 2010s or some, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. Before the big boom of even more. Comic. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so um, since you brought Tarantino up, something to end on something fun. Um, what's your favorite Tarantino movie? You know, um, my favorite, I used to get him and Guillermo del Toro confused. I don't know why. Don't tell me why. Because I used to really believe Tarantino did Hellboy, but he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, funny. And I love Hellboy. Um, that's a good one. I think it's based off a comic, though. <laughs> but Hellboy was great. First and second one. Uh, even the revamp one. That one was okay. Um, favorite uh, Tarantino movie? Kill Bill, of course. Has to be Kill Bill. Is that like the most 
lamest answer. I can't. Yeah, Kill Bill. It's my favorite. So, you know, I've only ever seen bits and pieces. Not even. Not even. No, so no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Finish it. Kill Bill 2. The first one was still good, but I liked the second one. So maybe that's what I'll do this weekend is watch one and two because I haven't seen them. You've never seen. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but but I want to say even after seeing them, I don't think it'll be. What's your my favorite? favorite? I don't I don't know. There's um, I like. I like a lot of his movies, um, but I really Pulp Fiction is is really great. You know, I've never seen Pulp Fiction. That's crazy. So we'll we'll have to watch all of <laughs> Kill Bill one and two and oh Pulp gosh. Fiction. But I I love Pulp Fiction. Um, but he, I mean, The Hateful Eight, Django. Um, oh, there's Django, there's yeah. some good. Ones. good. I, he I like his movies. Did he do? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico or no uh, no no that was Rodriguez right. Mm-hmm. But he did. Uh, there's he. I mean, I like did his he movies. He did Dust Till the the Vampire movie. I he was in it, but I don't recall if he directed it. Okay. With I with saw, George Clooney. Yeah, I saw bits and pieces of that. I one. like that one. That's good. With movie. Salma Hayek and her little that snake. Scene, sexy. <laughs> Very sexy. Well, let's end it on that. Sexy okay. Salma Hayek. A sexy Salma Hayek. She's not sexy no more. Thanks for listening in to House of Ramen. Tune in next week. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our website at rss.com forward slash podcasts forward slash House of Ramen. If there are any topics you'd like to hear about, please email us at houseofxramen at gmail.com.